what the heck? Let's just face it, life is hard, and it doesn't seem to be getting any easier. Who do you turn to with your hardest, most challenging questions? I'm KB, and I'm here to ask my parents your hard questions so you don't have to. Listen up, because it's about to get real. Hey guys, welcome back to What The Heck Podcast. Today, we have an extremely hard question, but before I get into that, let me introduce my parents. Mom and Dad, a.k.a. Suzanne and Matt Lake. Y'all want to say something? Say hi. Hi, everyone. Glad to be back. Glad to be here. So, today, we will be talking about a hard subject that I don't want to talk about. I don't even like talking about it with my parents, (laughs) but um, I'm doing it because... I know a lot of people need to talk about it and don't want to talk about it. So here I am. Today we will be talking about... (laughs) I don't even want to say it. Can someone else say it? Sex. Oh, gosh. (laughs) So the question of sex. Okay, so we're going to all just get through this together. And KB, you're asking hard questions. So that your friends don't have to, and so that the other people out there don't have to. So go ahead and tell them what the question is today. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Here's our question for today. I have been dating my boyfriend for seven months now. We are in love and will most likely get married one day. He has been talking about going to the next step in our relationship. So my question is, what, what would be so bad if we... Had, if we had sex before marriage. Okay, mom and dad. <laughs> mm. Alright, so the question is what would be so bad if they had sex before marriage? So I'm going to try to treat this like it was you asking me this question. And uh, from just to be completely honest, if you just came out and asked me that question, I knew it was from you, I would probably freak out just a little bit. <laughs> okay, from a dad's point of view, because you don't you don't want to think of your daughters in that type of scenario. But um, I think uh, the best way to approach this would be to explain what the purpose of that whole act is. Okay, and what we've done in America and and in the world is we've turned something that's supposed to be so beautiful and intimate and personal between you and the person that God chose for you, and we've turned it into something that's culturally accepted and that is is easily able to be given away, and it's cheapened that, and so it's not going to bring you. You know, like this person, like apparently, you know, she loves her boyfriend or whatnot. But um, thinking that this particular step is going to bring you closer together is not necessarily going to happen. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. Um, I think oftentimes, especially if you're you're a teenager, you're in high school, um, and you choose to take this step with the one who says he loves you. Um, I think oftentimes when you're this age, you, you don't really know what love is yet. 
Like love is really tested in those really hard times. It comes through sickness and it comes through staying there on the hard days and it comes through, you know, um, when you're fighting together for to get through financial hardships as a husband and a wife or having children or, you know, those type things and you start to learn what love really, really is. And, and I think love, we throw that word around so um, freely. So you, you have a boyfriend, you feel like you love him. And I'm not saying that you don't. Um, I mean, I met Matt when I was 14 years old and I told my mom very soon after I met him, I met the boy that I was going to marry. And <laughs> KB quit making those faces. <laughs> so um, I, I think it's possible to find love, but I think that what love really is sometimes is is even just to wait for that for the moment that God has created for you to express that love in such a way as sex and and it is a um it's an expression of love but it's an expression of love that's meant to be within marriage yeah yeah i mean it's a it, it is a gift it's a gift that God gives a man and a woman to share together when they when they become married, it actually consummates the marriage is what the biblical uh, term. term. It's not really term, but the biblical meaning and use of it for is it, it, that's actually what makes you married after you get married is it consummates the marriage. But, uh, but think about it this way. So, you know, you are, let's just say you've never had sex. Okay. So you are pure and you have a gift. And like you have such a gift and God has allowed you to have that gift. Okay. And, and, it, but it's yours to give away and you can choose to give it away to anybody, anybody you want to. It's your choice. But if you could look from our perspective and look, looking back, like if you, if you could hold that gift and give it to the real person that you are really meant to be together that God put you together with on your wedding night, like that's invaluable. Okay, there's nothing else you can bring to that moment better than yourself, giving yourself completely to the person that God chose for you. So while it's tempting to say, Oh, let's go ahead and do that now and skip that step or we, you know, we're going to get married anyways. Well, you don't know that, you know, and let's say you don't get married to this person and you go get married to somebody else and on your wedding night, you're going to have to, you're going to think about it that, Hey, you know, it's not my first time or whatever, you know, man, I don't get to give that anymore. That's not a gift I can give my husband. Right, and I think oftentimes, well, not oftentimes, just forever, if you choose to give that gift to your boyfriend now and you break up and you have another boyfriend, it makes it so much easier to to have sex again to this next guy, with this next guy, and then the next guy. And then say you truly do find the love of your life, the one you're going to marry. Mm -hmm. He asks you to marry him. Say that he saved himself for you. Or he hasn't saved himself for you. It goes both ways. Um, you will forever have a connection to those people that you gave yourself to. And there will always be that in the back of your mind, that thought of, well, you know, 
did you like him more? Was it better? You know, what was it like? And you've got those questions that for the rest of your life as a married couple, you kind of have to live with in the back of your in the back of your mind. Yeah, baggage. Um, it's, it, You're that's, creating baggage that you baggage. have to carry for the rest of your life, and you don't have to do that. Right. So, and also, I mean, let's just go into a whole nother scenario. What if you get pregnant? Yes, we're all great at, I'm on birth control, and it's so easy to get that now, and um, you know, we we're doing protective sex. We're we use a condom, or or we're not, you know, you know, just other ways of saying we're not going to get pregnant. That's not going to happen to me. The fact of the matter is, it takes one time to get pregnant. It takes once, and and once a baby is brought into the picture, you have complicated everything. <laughs> Because who's to say that, that this guy that says he loves you now loves you enough to say he's going to give up everything if he's a football star or he's, you know, he's, he's a musician or, or whatever he might be, what his dreams and aspirations are. He may not be mature enough and ready to give up his life to raise this child with you. And um, I pray wholeheartedly that abortion would not be an option because in our household that's not an option. Um, but you know, that puts you in that situation. If you're scared to go to your parents about sex to begin with, to feel scared to have this baby, to go with, to them and say that you, that you are pregnant. So I, I think you've got a whole nother, um, situation that you can bring upon yourself by saying yes to this next step as he calls it. So I think you've got to think, um, future, husband, you know, your real husband and, and think of yourself as a gift to him. Think of, of what you have as a gift and then think of the, the repercussions that could take place. And, um, uh, you know, I, something that just came to my mind and maybe, maybe this is more of a closing thought, but you know, if it was you, my dear daughter, <laughs> if it was you really asking me this question, I would look at you in the eyes and I would say, you are worth so much more than that. You are worth more than that. You are worth more than six. Okay? And if this guy really, really loves you, he's not going to put you in that situation to feel like you have to choose. And if this guy is really the one that God chose for you, you will be able to weather the temptation and save yourself until the day you get married. Uh, so for the person that asked this question, I would just say, you're worth more than that. You are worth more than that. You don't have to put yourself in that situation. And if the guy starts making you feel bad about it from a guy's standpoint, you need to turn around and walk. Get your butt out of there because there's somebody else better for you, I promise. And it may be this loser you're dating, but he'll come around you know, once he figures out what a catch you are. Yeah, if 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 a if a a male is ever pressuring you to do something that you're not comfortable to do, and you say no, and he continues to pressure you, turn and walk away. You are worth more than that. Like no man, no boy can say that he loves you and pressure you to do something that you are not comfortable doing. So never ever ever be guilted into something or pressured into something or or you know, promised things 
um, in the future, if he's promising you things in the future, I think you need to see those as red flags and it's time to turn around and walk out of that relationship to begin with. Yeah, I agree. Um, I totally agree. And and this, I mean, obviously there's other questions that can go along with this subject. Like, let's just say, okay, you've already done this, right? Well, we're not saying you're a terrible person either. And, and that can be a whole other show that we can talk about that right. if somebody chooses to ask that question. Yeah, that's what I was about to ask. I was about to say, like, what what if they've already done it and then like like they they feel bad and they they don't ever want to do it again because like the maybe the the Holy Spirit has maybe like changed their heart or something. Well, because like you don't, I don't know. If if you've know. already taken that step, you've already made those choices. You know that's what the redeeming power of the Lord is is all about. And so. like to be born again. Right? To, well, is that what it is? You can be born again and, and make a simple it's choice a, like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, look at David. But, but this is the redemption of, of a story, the redemption of a mistake. God can redeem our past. He can redeem mistakes. Um, but it's only when we are willing to repent and turn from those mistakes. Yeah, so that doesn't mean, like, just go out and do it every weekend and then no, right. no, keep that, doing it. That, no. that, that don't work. That, no. Ain't, that ain't gonna work. No, but if you, if you have already messed up, then, okay, you can't do anything about that. You can't go back and change that. There is nothing at this point in life you can't do anything about what you've already done, but you can do something about what you're gonna do next and start there. Let that be your first step and say, okay, I screwed up. You know, and we all do. We all screw up in different things in life. But it doesn't mean you have to screw up again, you know. And you can put things in place, have what they call, I mean, we have like accountability partners. You can have a friend that's an accountability type partner where you tell them things and tell them your temptations and let them help you, you know, uh, talk about things that you're struggling with. But you, you don't have to do it again, you know. And like, like you said earlier, and that's. That's the thing about sin. Once you open the door to sin, it makes it easier to sin more and sin more and sin more and sin more. And before long, you, you know. You're in a mess. You're in a big mess. Okay, I have a question. Okay. Um, Just like to like, I don't know. Like, uh, so like what makes the difference? So like people sin all the time. And like in the Bible, it says like um all sin is the same so like why is this sin like so important to parents but like let's let's just say like lying and gossiping is not taken as serious well i think uh you hit the nail on that okay so sin all sin is sin and and one what we would consider we as humans, we're fallen beings, and we grade things and 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 add value to sin. Okay, and so we would say a little white lie is not as bad as having sex before marriage. Okay, the reason we say that is because all sin have consequences. Okay, and so you may say a little white lie, like yeah, I didn't, I told you to clean your room, and you don't clean your room, and what's the consequence of that? Well, you get grounded. My room taken away. Your room that's door it. gets closed. Okay, and so that's why we in. would. That's or my dog. You, yeah, that's why you think it's not a big sin. But So the sin of having sex before marriage is not only, okay, you've taken something out of your life that you can never have again, 
You could be pregnant. You could get an STD. You could get all these things because of this one choice. It carries huge consequences. And so as a parent, we want you to stay away from these choices that can have huge consequences, just like drinking and driving, underage drinking, those type of things have really bad consequences, you know. But, you know, it starts it starts small as a child. So, you know, if you, if you learn young about the small sins, like lying about cleaning up your room and, and learning that there's consequences to your sin, then it's like the older you get, the the larger the consequences become. And so if, if you can learn at a young age how to be obedient to your parents and be obedient to what the Lord says to you through Scripture and through your parents and through those who are who have that wisdom, um, then it makes it easier to listen to them on these larger subjects. But, but some people don't have that growing up where they're taught right from wrong at a young age, the, just the little things. You know about white lies and gossip and things like that. They don't they don't have those opportunities as a small child. So here they they come into this this point of now I'm 16, now I'm 17. I want to have sex with my boyfriend. I don't understand what the big deal is. Now you're all upset. Well, you know we as parents we've got to remember that that y'all are gradually learning too. And as you get older, you're you're getting into bigger situations. And so we as parents have got to remember. We've got to teach our kids from a very young age just the little things. And if they, they learn the little things growing up, then the, the big things won't be such big shocks, you know, yeah. to, to you. Also, I want to say some, something on that. Um, Like, if, if you, I'm just going to say from, like, a teenager's point of view, kind of to, like, a parent. Like, if you parent your kid and, like, I'm not trying to tell anyone how to parent or anything I'm just trying to say like a point of view but like if my parents like they said clean your room and I didn't do it and then they didn't punish me I wouldn't respect them so then if they told me like don't okay don't go out and have sex I would be like well I mean what's gonna happen they're not gonna do anything about it you know that that's about it yeah. Well, and I think I think that's just the teenager's mindset of you don't really want to get in trouble. Nobody wants to get in trouble. But I think as you're growing older, KB, I think when you were little, you would have never said that. You would have never said, "Oh, I'm glad you punished me as a kid because no, now, now why would I be happy?" Right. But that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I think that as you have grown older and you look back and you see that we didn't let you get away with the little things. Yeah. Like. We, we didn't. You know, if your daddy told you to clean your room, what happened? You know, daddy comes up here, he did the random check, and he locked you out of your room for seven days until the room was clean from the moment the room was clean. So you have those, yeah. those in place. Some crazy parenting stuff. But I think it worked a little bit. And I'll look back on when I get older and be like, oh, thanks for punishing me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I guess wrapping it up, um, what would y'all like to be, like, the N-word for the person who asked about having sex and, like, what's the big deal? So, for me, I think the N-word is that you are so valuable. You are so valuable. And you need to understand that even if you don't feel valued by, by humanity, 
the Lord God who made you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mosh is being a little dramatic. <laughs> She's feeling it. He values She's you. Getting She's getting into it. Like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you stole mine. So even even if you don't feel valued by people here on this earth, the Lord God, He made you, He created you, and He created you for a very, very special purpose. And you're so valued. And you have so much worth. And you deserve someone to love you and to care for you, you know, forever and ever. And God's got that person for you. And I think if you um, save yourself in this moment, wait for him. Trust the Lord. And he's going to bring that right person to you. Yeah, I would agree. I would just say God made you special for who you are. And it wasn't for six. I promise you that. And it. You have way more value and worth than that. So let that go. Stick to your guns, and uh, and God will bring you, bring you, bring you the right person. If you're not with the right person, He'll bring you the right person, and you will be so glad that you saved yourself. And but before we leave, we need to uh, say something for the person who had sex and is struggling to like maybe forgive themselves or or come to God and ask Him for forgiveness. Well, why don't we? I think you can unpack that, and that's, that's going to take another 20 minutes or longer. Why, why don't you, I mean, why don't you, why don't we just do another show about that? You know, if somebody, well, if you're listening to this and and you you are, you would be interested in that, send KB a message and we'll, we'll dive into that a little deeper. Yeah. Okay. Sound good? All right. Well, to end it, we need to pray. So, Dad prayed last time, so it's either me or you. <laughs> you Flip a coin. Who, who wants to do it? Mom, you want to do it? Yeah, I'll do it. Okay. All right, Father, we just we just come to you, Lord, and we thank you for time that we can sit and talk with um, with our daughter, but, Lord, even with, with so many people who are listening. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to do this podcast, and, Lord, we thank you for um, the listener who wrote in this question to us. Father, we, we know that, that being a teenager is so hard. And, Lord, that they just have so many decisions to make on a daily basis. God, we just ask that you cover her with your um, with your grace, Lord, with your mercy, Lord, that she feel your presence in her life. Lord, help her to make the right choice, Lord, one that will honor you. And, Lord, we just ask that you are um, blanketing our listeners, Lord, with your love and with your grace. And, Lord, that you will just um, give them answers. And, Lord, give them insight through this through these answers that we're given. Lord, I pray for wisdom for Matt and I to answer the hard questions. Thank you for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for us. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to What the Heck Podcast. If you like this podcast, make sure to subscribe and leave five stars. If you're looking for more information, check out my Instagram at kb.lake. If you would like to submit a question, just DM me on my Instagram and I'll check it out. Thank you so much again for all of your support. Hope you guys have a great day.